0: I may have made this statement before, it's been a while, but Bin Laden and I agree. I think about a hundred percent when it comes to most topics.
1: I um, recently wrote a statement which was submitted through a UN accredited NGO called PACE, the Planetary Association for Clean Energy, although the name doesn't reflect all the issues they tackle. Um, It's a very special process through which you are able to um, appeal to the United Nations Human Rights Council uh, on certain issues and they in turn publish these statements and they become official work documents recorded in the UN. And so this opportunity arose at the last minute. Their UN representative reached out and asked me if I wanted to appeal to the Human Rights uh, Council about an issue and I immediately thought of 1-6 uh, and the abuses the protesters are being subjected to by the US regime, this rogue government.
0: That's right folks, our January six political prisoners in the DC Gulag are having their human rights violated. The, the basic premise, yes, they are political prisoners and they are being b- abused. They are guilty before proven innocent. Now, if you were, if you are not, or were not aware of who nor uh, Bin Laden is, my first statement may have uh, caused some consternation. Um, but uh, this is Osama Bin Laden's niece, and she is a Trump-loving person. I covered her here uh, on this uh, program earlier. Maybe it was on our. Yeah, I think it was here. I don't think it was on YouTube. I think it was here uh, when she, during the. Uh, the, the, the meeting in Geneva, she was out there uh, on a boat uh, with a big Trump one uh, flag, and she was asked to leave and what have you. So she's uh, she's been a supporter of Trump and a supporter of getting out the word that Joe Biden is illegitimate president. Uh, you hear what she uh, refers to him here in this last clip. Regime this rogue government. She refers to, just like I do, the Joe Biden administration um, as a regime and a rogue government. Because it is. Because Joe Biden is not the legitimate winner of the 2020 election. He is a selected, installed puppet of the Obama Soros people in conjunction and cahoots with the CCP and international banker uh, parties, money, Zuckerberg, and of course the warmongers.
1: I wrote a 1,500-word document which now sits uh, on the desk of uh, those special rapporteurs uh, at the United Nations uh, Human Rights Council. And uh, while it's a long shot, because we very well know that the UN is a completely compromised entity, it's a construction and vessel of the globalists, I thought I might as well poke them in the eye and call them out on their hypocrisy for not uh, addressing this issue. And who knows, maybe there's a long shot, a special rapporteur will take this on.
0: Nora's right on about the UN. So why is this even newsworthy? Why have I even mentioning it? Well, you may not have heard of her, but she does make a lot of noise uh, internationally. I mean, after all, she is a bin Laden. Kind of hard not to get noticed uh, with that last name being from that family, especially when you're supporting Trump uh, and very vocal. Now, what I liked about Steve Bannon and I, man, I really Steve Bannon is absolutely one of my heroes, total warrior, uh, fellow ex investment banker like myself. But I just love the way he thinks, and I love how when he has his guests on, he lets their their, their guests, his guests, make their point and tell me if Nor isn't right on the money. Remember, this is going to be it may be ignored. But it may be taken up by the U.N., someone at the U.N., and be part of the official record. It may get some attention that perhaps it's not getting, and that's important. Any attention and any light that we can shed on our political prisoners uh, from January 6th is greatly appreciated. By the way, uh, make sure you check out, I don't know what's going to come up first, this one or our next YouTube video. Probably our next YouTube video will come up first because that's just a one-take news um, snippet of about 15, 18 minutes. This one needs to be edited by Junior uh, Number 2, our editor. So make sure you check out our later edition uh, for today, April 6th, because we do have some good news with the first acquittal, uh, full acquittal, of a January 6th protester. But man, Nora is right on when it comes to why these people are political prisoners and the false narrative uh, that has to be bolstered by making these people political prisoners to begin with but even but but even more importantly walk through give us a couple of minutes walk through your theory of the case how do you go to the you had the opportunity because you're an internationally known figure and known as being fair and even-handed and very smart uh to go to the, uh, the united nations human rights uh, council walk us through the two or three things that what's your theory of the case of why there have been human rights violations of the one six political prisoners mm-hmm.
1: No, absolutely. The objective that I wanted to reach with this uh, statement was to have recorded the, the abuses of these political prisoners, the physical abuses of those that are being detained, psychological abuse as well.
0: So let's not forget the sad suicide of one of the supposed rioters, Matthew Perna. He pled guilty uh, late last year to four uh, charges and He, this is what was reported, he had killed himself while awaiting sentencing, dying from a broken heart over his case because the justice system, as the New York Post has reported, the justice system killed his spirit and his zest zest for life. And this is according to family. Uh, He was 37 years old. He went to the Trump C. Trump rally. He entered the U.S. Capitol. There's pictures of him doing it with a MAGA hat, and he chanting USA, from that to killing himself, or quite honestly, I should say, supposedly killing himself. We know how these deep state CIA operatives operate when it comes to suicide and, you know, criminals, uh, high class criminals in general. But yeah, the psychological torture is real. I've covered several, not lately, but I have covered several phone calls and letters and statements made by people currently in the judicial system, uh, in prison, and excuse me, in the penal system, uh, awaiting their trials for the January 6th riot that wasn't a riot. They are absolutely having their rights as American citizens crushed.
1: And also just the complete denial of their uh, rights, you know, the right to a fair trial, the right to due process, um, the right uh, to the blind application of the law. And uh, I mean, it's just so shocking to see that they are actually being presumed guilty and have to be proven innocent. And it's not the other way around.
0: And of course, we've all been saying this, you've heard me say this over the last several years, uh, several times, if you're not new around here, that they've got this bass backwards on purpose, by design, of course, making these people out to be guilty until proven innocent, which of course is uh to how we have our justice system in America.
1: And so it was important for me to have that recorded. Furthermore, I also wanted to have recorded the fact that this um, entire insurrection narrative is a hoax. I've been writing about this since January 2021, first for Revolver. And uh, as I say, and I've, I, I'll keep saying it, this wasn't an insurrection. This was an entrapment operation. And now both of these um, both of these uh, elements regarding 1-6 have been uh, put forward at the Human Rights Council in writing.
0: I really like how Nora put it. She said it was an entrapment operation. And essentially what we've been saying on this program, I've called it a, a false flag operation. Uh, that was intended to be intended to be a lot worse. They were hoping to entrap all these people inside the Capitol, have mass casualties, and blame it on President Trump's uh, patriots, and then blame it on President Trump. I honestly, honest to God, believe that this was the hand of providence. That the many of the nefarious plans that they had for a Capitol Six siege didn't happen. There was supposed to be mass casualty. There was operatives in there, not just uh, Lieutenant Bird, but. Probably CIA hit people. They were on the roofs outside, going to kill people and then kill cops and kill others and say that this whole bloodbath was because of President Trump and his rally. And that's how they were going to use that to impeach President Trump. And I believe in my soul of souls, in my very, to every fiber of my being, into my core, that it was God's hand that it didn't go as bad or anywhere near what they wanted to happen. But the plan always was to make sure these people were political prisoners uh, under this false pretense, under this false narrative of an insurrection caused by President Trump. The media here is all saying they're insurrectionists, the criminals should go to prison forever. Mm-hmm. And honestly, mm-hmm. the conservative media here has kind of passed on it. They, they don't wanna to touch it. And you never hear about it on Fox News, and they just don't wanna to touch it. It's obviously a big deal for us and our audience.
1: For the Americans and the Patriots that are being smeared and that are being crushed by the media, by the DOJ, which has been completely captured, as we know, um, by the intelligence uh, agencies, you know, the entire weaponization of all these institutions targeting upstanding American citizens simply because all form of dissent has to be crushed. And all the people that are calling out the illegitimacy of the regime have to be, put down
0: that's the whole point of the january 6 unselect committee is to spin the narrative not that these people had legitimate concerns about a stolen election which was stolen but they were insurrectionists for trying to stop it right It, it is a form of deflection of distraction and what better way to do that than to also try to incriminate or try to get people uh not just in the trump circle but in the trump family involved or somehow Part of this narrative, well, we had Ivanka Trump actually go before the January 6th committee for eight hours yesterday to give testimony on this false narrative. This morning, eight hours is a long conversation. CNN has learned that Ivanka Trump met with the January 6th committee for close to eight hours Tuesday. This comes after her husband and former senior advisor to President Trump, Jared Kushner, spoke to the committee last week. Neither was subpoenaed. Both attended, we are told, voluntarily. There were very few people who were actually around him. There are a number of people who have claimed they were. She actually was. Maggie, I would never ask to put you in Ivanka Trump's mind. But what do we know? What's the reporting on her view of that day? My understanding, based on everyone I've talked to, is that she thinks that that, that day was pretty terrible. The question is whether she's going to uh, you know, lay blame to some extent uh at the feet of her father or whether she said things that were going to implicate other people, such as the people who were in his ear in the lead up to January 6th. So like I said, they're trying to get people around President Trump, obviously Ivanka being his daughter and being a part of the administration is a key figure. But it's really nothing came of this folks, because if anything came of it, It would have been leaked by Adam Schiff. Uh, The only thing that I saw reported was that she was cooperative and she gave them some good information, but nothing uh, earth-breaking or earth-shattering. I think that probably even helps their case because if she had given them anything, we sure as hell would have heard from it from CNN and everyone else, uh, all the juicy details, because that's what they do. If you watch my uh, YouTube video, uh, the later edition from today, uh, I say one of the good news that we got from today is that Adam Schiff uh, has to quarantine because of COVID. Not so much, you know, that's good news that someone got sick, even though he's a very evil person, is the fact that um, because he's quarantined, he's probably going to be sidelined or at least uh, somewhat weakened when it comes to his participation in this sham January 6th committee. But they're not just going after Ivanka. Like I said, they're going after everyone that was in Trump's circle to bolster this false narrative.
1: Today, the House
0: will vote on contempt of Congress charges for two of former President Donald Trump's former advisors, Dan Scavino and Peter Navarro have not cooperated with the committee investigating last year's attack on the Capitol. Both men refused to comply with subpoenas to appear before the panel for questioning. Now, if this is approved, the criminal referrals will then be sent to the Justice Department for a decision on whether or not to prosecute them. Now, this marks the third time the panel has voted on contempt charges for Trump allies. So, once again, there's nothing here. This is the third person. Uh, We're not seeing much action. We see Steve Bannon fighting back uh, against them, others fighting back against them, Mark Meadows, et cetera. Once again, their entrapment operation, as uh, Nur bin Laden calls it, their attempt at a false flag, as I call it, uh, is falling flat and it's a huge failure. And you know who else is filling us? Man, I'm really liking uh, what Nur bin Laden had to say on Steve Bannon today are the Republicans. So we, we saw already, they, they, they said that Fox News is failing, not reporting this, but we know Fox News calling the Joe Biden win in Arizona has uh, sold out a long time ago. But tell me if this doesn't sound familiar for those around here, who've been for those who've been uh, with the show for a while. I have been railing on YouTube and here on BCP Unfiltered against the Republicans for doing nothing. And I've pointed out that there really just are a few people that are even bringing attention to the plight of the January 6th protesters and even doing anything to fight back against the false narrative there and or the stolen election. Tell me if uh, Noor bin Laden's list doesn't include some of the same people that I've been uh, elevating as some of the few representatives that actually represent us on Capitol Hill.
1: This is traitor level in my opinion that those who are supposed to represent these citizens are failing and I mean, we can be really grateful for representatives, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Gates, Senator Ron Johnson, among a handful that are uh, defending and standing up and speaking about these um, political prisoners. But the, the vast majority, I mean, this is a huge litmus, litmus test and, um, and we know on which side uh, real Americans are.
0: And a reminder, once again, we saw this before, Several opinion polls, here's one from a couple months ago, more than 40% in U.S. do not believe Biden legitimately won the election, yet they keep gaslighting and lying, saying that it's unfounded, that this is the baseless claims of election uh, fraud, though even just a couple months ago, all across the board, real Americans know what's up. Oh, but they lie. And the lies continue. Here's a flashback of those lies about the 2020 election. The Department of Homeland Security says the 2020 election was the most secure in American the history. The
1: most secure in The most secure in American history. The most secure
0: in American history. It was the most secure
1: in American history. If we are right about the fraud. Joe Biden can't be president.
0: If the 2020 election was the safest and most secure and there's nothing to see here, why does the left always get worked up when we talk about the stolen election? If it's just baseless and crazy conspiratorial things, I don't know, like the flat earth theory, why don't they just leave us alone? Why do we get this headline today from Vanity Fair? Trump world breaks out the Trump wine to watch... Conspiratorial documentary about Mark Zuckerberg. Kellyanne Conway and Ted Cruz starred in yet another conspiracy-laden attack on the 2020 election. The movie they're talking about is Rigged. Just over a week after the Academy Awards, Trump World got together for a little film celebration of their own. The venue was not the Dolby Theater, but Mar-a-Lago, Where rather than getting jazzed about the power of the dog, former President Donald Trump and his allies gathered for the premiere of rigged the Zuckerberg funded plot to defeat Donald Trump. Of course, this is so baseless that we have Mike Mike Gableman, a former justice of the Supreme Court of Wisconsin, break down Mark Zuckerberg's involvement in the rigging of the 2020 election. We covered it over two or three days on this channel, yet it's baseless and it's just another conspiracy theory. Let like You guys asked me to show you the uh, trailer for 2,000 Mules, which hasn't come out yet. Let me show you the trailer for Rigged, uh, which has come out. Uh, and that's why Vanity Fair and the left is going crazy. And it's not just, uh, by the way, uh, Ted Cruz and Kellyanne Conway who are in this uh, documentary. So is President Trump himself. Here's the uh, preview. I'm going to uh, purchase it. Uh, watch it, and then give you my feedback after I do so.
1: On the day that he was inaugurated, The Washington Post did an article on impeaching him. I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear. Donald J. Trump is
0: now president of the United States. They had an absolute, legitimate meltdown.
1: If you try to change a system that big, the system fights back. The story behind the biggest election takeover in history.
0: We're only now being able to finally confirm exactly how this worked. Mark Zuckerberg and his wife are donating more money to local governments ahead of the election. $100 million
1: on top of a $300 million gift. The most money any individual has ever spent to win a presidential campaign in the history of our country.
0: I actually became infuriated that someone had allowed Zuckerberg to tip to skip the
1: election was bought way before
0: election day
1: they stole it fair and square they changed the voting rules in the middle of the game a nation divided this was the greatest billionaire assault on election integrity we've ever seen a billionaire
0: funded plot against the president do you believe that they used the COVID emergency as an excuse to pull this partisan voter turnout
1: operation? Am I allowed to give you a one word answer? Yes. It was really a partial takeover of the election system. I don't think we have to blame China or voting machines. I think we can look straight in the eye at Mark Zuckerberg And that's why Joe Biden won. That's what this was. A corrupt Democratic voter turnout operation. You had them putting their own personnel in to actually run the election in places.
0: You had an entire Democratic party petrified that Joe
1: Biden was going to be outspent, outboxed by Trump. Rigged. It was a rigged election. People have to find out what happened.
0: And of course, because you are here at BCP Unfiltered, you know damn well what's happened, what's going on, and we appreciate your continued support, and we will continue to bring you this information. Until tomorrow, ciao, goodbye, God bless. Gotta give us what we want, uh. gotta give us what we need, hey. <laughs> our freedom of is freedom of death, we, we got, got to fight the powers that be. Feet the power.